This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show Podcast. Oh, he loves the pilot! What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! Uh, let's get ready to rumble! back and we're back here on the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I am your host covering everything sport, international and local. What a show we have in store for you today. Now if you're a regular listener on the show you know that something that's massive on the Halftime Show is mental health and we discuss mental fitness and the importance of it in society, in life, in sports and who better than to have someone that specializes in that here, yes here on the Halftime Show in the heart of Sharjah on Pulse95. Nashwa Tantawi is a licensed psychologist and researcher who specializes in the mental side of the game. Doesn't that sound good? The mental side of the game. As you know, mental health has a huge space on this show and we love having speakers and coaches like this one. But how do you reduce anxiety is the question we ask a lot of the time. What are the best ways to detox mentally is another one I'd love to ask her on the show today. And also, how do you balance your emotions? So that's not just it, folks. We've also got this discussion where I tried to tie in with her because, you know, I wanted to take advantage of having her here on the show. So I wanted to ask her what superfoods help the mind and the body in achieving optimal mental health. And all that, I am spoiling you, is going to be on this show in this hour today. So make sure in this break, go get whatever you need for the next hour. Relax, enjoy like I'm going to do, and I'll see you right after the break. Enjoy, folks. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves the pilot! What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Zuri. I'm your host, coming everything sport, international and local. Thank you very much, by the way, for everyone who's tuned in on the Instagram live at Omar Zuri and who's listening in their car nice and safely on 95FM Pulse 95 Radio. Okay, so on the show today, really nice. You know what? I'm so looking forward to the show. On the show today, Nashwa Tantawi is on the show. Let's give a round of applause. Nashwa, how are you? All good. Thank you so much. Nashwa, I know you've done interviews before, but this is your first radio in the studio interview. That makes it even more special. I love it. Yes. I love it. Nashwa, um, tell us a little bit about obviously what you do and and how long you've been doing it for. Okay, so uh, I'm a licensed psychologist. Mm -hmm. I work with teenagers, adults and couples uh, in psychotherapy. Mm -hmm. There is a difference, just to clarify the difference between psychologist and psychiatrist. Psychiatrist is the doctor, the one prescribing medication. And there is the psychotherapist or psychologist, the one that's taking care of the clients over a long uh, run. Like I see clients on a weekly basis having um, techniques and psychotherapy uh, models in order to 
to help them, whether with their mental disorders or even the life challenges, the normal life challenges that we go through. Is there more of a holistic approach in what you do rather than the medication side? Yes, definitely. So medication is one aspect that the doctors are concerned with, and it's really important. Mm -hmm. It's not something that we just uh, can ignore. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, uh, when it comes to psychotherapy, it's more of research-based techniques they yeah. are not just like motivational talks yes. it's more of techniques and things that we can be taught or things that can be um, a way to help our clients to really think about their past or the way they think or mm. uh, their emotions and how to deal with them mm, uh, on a daily basis and whether they have challenges from the past or current stressors that they are going through. Mm, fascinating. One of the things that a lot of people talk about is detoxing. And normally when you speak about detox, people think about detox, detoxing the body through fuel. But what I'm interested in seeing that you're here is detoxing the mind is something that a lot of people talk about, especially post-pandemic and, and what, the, what the people have had to go through regarding that. What's one of the most important forms of detoxing the mind? Look, uh, about detoxing, because for me it's a bit tricky, mm -hmm. uh, the word detox, because yeah. we always think about detox as if it's a temporary thing. Right. Something that I'm go just going to go for a retreat for a couple of days to just to detox and return back to normal. Or uh, food that mm -hmm. I'm going to eat, like drink superfood for like 10 days and I'm going to be perfectly fine, which is yeah. not the case. Yeah. In reality, it's more of a lifestyle uh, change that you're supposed to do. And the first thing that I tell my clients or I, when I talk about mental health in general is awareness. Mm. It sounds simple, but in reality, it's a bit not easy to do. And awareness is about what is going on inside your head, yeah. what is going on with your emotions and why. Why did you react like this? Mm. For example, if you met this guy and you were super angry over him or you talk to this guy in a bad way or in a good way, you're super anxious before this discussion or meeting. Why was that happening? Mm. And this is the first thing that you're supposed to do to understand this uh, cycle, this mm. uh, all these interconnecting things yeah. that are happening between your mind, yeah. your body, and yeah. your and at the same time your emotions and behavior. Mm. So this is the first thing. Once you're started to be aware, you will understand that you don't have to run away from anything. You don't have to run away of your the the, the strong emotions that we go through sometimes mm. that we are trying or we are like taught to avoid yeah. altogether because they are so hard. I don't want to be sad. Right, of course. I don't. Are, are there any triggers that you identify, like when it comes down to, let's say someone comes in for the first time and they're discussing things? What I love about what you said is it's it's a lifestyle. It's not something that's short temporary as normally the word detox is, you know, uh, compared to. But is there, how do you identify triggers normally um, when it comes down to your patients? So triggers with my patients or with myself. Yes. Even. Yeah. So yeah. it's something that it's it, sometimes it's so hard to understand what's going on inside your head, which yeah. is the thoughts, which yeah. is the main engine that is taking care of all this process at the end. So the triggers can be just um, behavior. Mm. So out of proportion behavior. I am I am I'm super angry with my kids these days or I am super uh, I cannot sleep. Right. So things are related to daily things that happening to you. I have a back pain that doesn't go away. 
Yeah. So this is like alarm system. Something is telling me that there's something wrong in my body. So at that point, I need to like think what is going on, mm. especially if it's not physical at all. When you go to a doctor, say that, oh, my God, I have this digestive problem or I have the back pain that doesn't go away or migraine. Yeah. So he will tell you, no, it's like stress. Mm. So at that point, many of my clients coming to me saying that, I tried to find a physical reason for it, but I didn't. Yeah. So help me understand why. And here comes the better understanding. So the physical triggers mm. are one of the main things that can be the alarm system Excellent. for what's going on inside our heads. Excellent. There's a question here for you already. Do you have any advice on how to deal with the guilt of living and thriving in the UAE when home countries are struggling and people are in a very different situation to us? Uh, look, uh, I totally understand that it's a very uh, bad feeling and yeah. it's very overwhelming whenever we see people around the world, especially mm. in our home countries that are suffering in a way or another. But yeah. the main thing that I tell my client is be empathetic, mm. but take care of how empathetic you are, because sometimes we get physically empathetic with other people. So you're not just feeling bad or feeling the same situation that they are going through, you are physically started to get affected by that. Putting in mind that resilience is different between people mm. and whatever your version of the story will be totally different than the, this other person that might be much stronger than you going through this. Yeah. So yes, be empathetic. Try to do whatever you can do right now to help them out mm. in their own problems. If you can do anything yes. by donations, by, by moral support, but at the same time, put in your head that they are living their story mm. and it's different than you. Yeah. And they might be much stronger and they might be much resilient than you think. Mm, excellent. I, I like the fact you tied in the physical with the empathy. That's that's something I haven't really heard before. And though it makes complete sense because our emotions sometimes lead us to us feeling physically down or physically low. That's really interesting. Another question here for you before we take a break. What is past and how someone can get out of the cycle of their past? So... In, 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 in our uh, profession, yeah. past is depression. Yes. <laughs> we always we always link our negative thoughts about the past um, with tendency to feel sad and depressed yeah. about the mistakes, yeah. feeling guilty or even traumas that happened to us or things that happened to us in the past, which mm -hmm. is very impactful. And some of them last if we are talking about the physical thing, some of them last in your body. Yeah. where the trauma or the, the bad events happen to you. Mm. And um, actually, the thing is uh, how to really work out your thoughts in a way that you understand the origin of these thoughts mm -hmm. and to understand that there is something that's called radical acceptance. Sometimes we cannot be change the past. We cannot just return back if it is our problem. Yeah. And sometimes we need to like forgive, mm -hmm. not necessarily forget, but forgive ourselves, forgive people that hurt us in the past, mm. because reaching this point is protecting ourselves because this um, this burden from mm. the past is eating us up yeah. with anger and hatred and sadness. Mm. Does that require 
um, practice, self-talk? What does that require for us to kind of get rid of that? Lots of things can be done, mm -hmm. starting from the self-help of mm -hmm. like the first thing of understanding the thoughts that pop up in your head and mm -hmm. trying to, because most of the thoughts that come in our heads are uh, negative thoughts. Right. 80% of the thoughts are, or more are negative thoughts by mm -hmm. nature. And these negative thoughts, the problem is that we cling into these thoughts mm -hmm. and just make them like a train of thoughts that yeah. happen one after another. And we need to stop at this point and do some sort of evaluation. Mm -hmm. Like an observer, sometimes I tell my clients that just sit back there for like a couple of days and be the observer of your thoughts as if you're an external person mm -hmm. and think, are these thoughts 100% correct, 0% correct or something in between? And most of the time we exaggerate for seeing the thoughts about the past or about even the negative thoughts about the present mm. as factual, as 100% true mm. beliefs in our system. Yet, in reality, most of the time they are in the gray area. Yeah. They are never 100% true. And reaching this point, your brain will start automatically do this mm. after a while of training. But it's like learning a new language. Fascinating. I love that. Okay, we've got some more questions coming in, but we'll take a quick break and we'll get back to you. Fantastic, Nashua. I really, really enjoyed that. Uh, we'll be right back after this. Enjoy this track by Snakeship, Snakeship and Jess Glynn. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves the fire that was a goal. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse95. Nice strike. It sure is that time. It's the halftime show with Omar Duri. I'm your host, coming everything sport, international and local. What are you doing this Eid? That's my question to all the listeners. A lot of things happening in Sharjah. And you know what? The one thing I really want to do, and I spoke to Christina about this earlier, shout out to Christina, is I really wanted to go see the Sharjah Rain Room. It's something I really, really want to do. But what are you guys going to be doing? Text us on 4215, it the Salat or do. And actually, we have a couple of special shout outs. And, and I think probably the most special shout out is to a certain six-year-old whose mother is in the studio today. And that is Haya. Is that right? Yes. <laughs> so shout out to Haya. Listen, mom is going to mention you. I've mentioned you as well now. So hopefully you've got your spot on radio. And that's not the only person that's tuned in. We've got people from Tunisia as well tuned in. And uh, and I have to say, uh, Awis, Mariam and Hashem, who are tuned in all the way from Tunisia as well, sending their love. Okay, and the RM, uh, the RMB. So I'm thinking RMB, the RBO alumni. <laughs> I'm thinking of my playlist. Um, okay, right. So we had some questions for you already. And one of them was from our very own uh, Hanoud, who said, she said, uh, hold on, let me scroll through these. Uh, oof, okay, here, yeah. Unconscious mind and conscious mind. The effect of each one in a person's life have different therapy. How can you deal with this? Okay, so let's not bother ourselves that much whether this is the conscious or the unconscious. Let's mm -hmm. look at our daily life and how is that impacting us. Yep. The thing is that many things are just hidden uh, somewhere 
we we call it like the dark room in our head and and this dark room has a very big impact it's like magic it impacts lots of things that are appearing yeah. in our daily life the way we interact with people the way we think about ourselves the world around us mm-hmm. and the relationship that we have with other people and this is what is the external the things that we can see yeah. which we can call that we are conscious about it we are aware of it mm-hmm. but this black box that's happening inside our head is a bit hidden and most of the time we're not aware of what's happening over there mm. but is it is the master place that is most of the time making us do lots of these things that we are doing on our daily life mm-hmm. so therapy is is mainly not for the superficial part it's just what is happening what's appearing are the things that we just look at as the superficial part mm-hmm. and we go deeper into what lies beneath mm-hmm. what is going on inside your head and most of the therapy uh, modalities or models are there to understand and discover what lies beneath mm-hmm. because there is an a, a, a reason for whatever we do the way we look at ourselves for example so yeah. i am a lovable person for example or i am not lovable person this is just an, a superficial thing it happened because of lots of other things that are happening beneath and we go there to understand mm. what is going on why do we have such beliefs about ourselves very interesting um rashid's asking the importance of reset in her field how is how important is it to reset for myself yes it's really important because um actually part of our job to be very empathetic and live the stories of our clients mm. so um throughout your day you just see people and you try to live their 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 lives as much as possible in order to be able to help them out with their yeah. problems so it ends up that you are carrying a big baggage whenever you're going out of there but the reality is in order to protect yourself from really being absorbed in in it for for myself and at the same time to have the capacity to help my other clients yeah it it requires some sort of uh, self care mm-hmm. so i have to take care of myself take care of my health take care of my mind yeah mindfulness meditation yoga eating healthy the main things that we tell our our clients to do mm. one more thing is to have a supervisor like a professor or a doctor or a better psychologist that older psychologist that i have that i share my feelings with um, and um, on a regular basis and this is not just one person to talk to about your cases and hard cases about how do you feel Interesting. because sometimes you relate to some of your clients in a way that's yeah. very profound and impactful and you need to get it out and release it and you feel that you you can't share that with your client it has to be someone like you said that's more senior that is in your field that can absorb the information from you as a professional to professional yes okay yes yes because again we have confidentiality limitations and yes. we have ethical factors that are preventing us from going here and there and talking about our our clients and their cases yeah. so most of the time the need will be for definitely the supervisor is required to help me professionally but at the same time he has a a very good understanding of the profession and the challenges mm-hmm. and actually they teach us in university that some things that can happen inside the therapy room and how to deal with them yeah. and some but sometimes as a human being i just forget mm. and get out of the room not knowing why am i depressed now yeah. because i have seen like five depressed people today so how about talking about it with someone that's really interesting um <coughs> question for you a lot of the time we hear that men aren't in touch with their emotional side But how do we strike the right balance between emotional, mental and physical? 
So, uh, number one, it's a myth mm-hmm. that men are not emotional because okay. emotions, lots of research is saying that men and women are equally emotion, emotional in a way. But in reality, it's about how we are raised because the culture doesn't accept that guys are sad or crying or mm-hmm. overwhelmed with emotions, same as women. So the expression of emotion is easier for women. And men try to express their emotions in different ways, like impulses and anger and screaming and shouting. Mm. But it, it's very interesting. If you go to a match, a football match, yeah. you will find some guys crying yeah. and hugging one another, showing emotions that they are not showing in their daily lives because it's an acceptable channel for their internal emotions. So whenever they see it acceptable, Mm -hmm. they will try. But the problem is that they are not trained, that they are not trained to deal with their emotions, the negative emotions. So so they try to ditch it somewhere Mm. and not even sometimes they don't uh, understand it. It happens to them, but they they shut it off and they don't understand it. Mm. And we need to have, number one, the acceptance that negative emotions like sadness and 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 lots of being overwhelmed for example yes. is a normal emotion that can happen to anyone right and i should again the awareness part i should understand what am i running away from mm. so am i am am i getting angry because i'm running away from sadness because it's it hurts and i don't know where to put it or mm-hmm. how to get uh, get it out of my system mm-hmm. and number one the awareness number two how to find the right channel for it some things like mindfulness mm-hmm. and uh, to have the like like to have a break inside your head yeah. in order to understand and 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 to look into your emotions and thoughts in a clearer way yeah uh, some some of the uh, yoga for example that is not that popular uh, with men but it it works like magic Wonders, yeah. uh, breathing and yoga and lots of other things are, are very helpful in doing this you said something very interesting that uh, we need to go to a break already but before we go to a break you said something really interesting you said where it's acceptable so for uh, a man to show emotion but the contradictory thing with that is let's say for example football was a very good example I really like the, the example you picked football was great let's say mixed martial arts when they lose for such a macho sport, is that an acceptable environment for them to show emotion by crying after they've won or lost? Do you see guys crying afterwards? Yeah, I do. And the reason, the reason why is, like you said, they get overwhelmed. So my question is, is that just them not being able to control it or them just releasing that kind of emotion it is not a matter of not able to control it because Mm. sometimes you're not you're not even aware that it's there and you need to control it and stop it from appearing in front of other people right you actually you don't have this internal validation that it is valid to feel sad or to feel depressed or to cry altogether so it's not acceptable it's not a matter of I'll go in the bathroom and just cry Mm. you can go and uh, in the room and smash something and it will be for yourself more valid but for some people again I'm not generalizing so for some people it's it's easier for them to to express these emotions but those people most of the time are not uh, like pushed so much when they were especially when they were children yeah. so if you see a little boy over there with his dad crying yeah. telling him no man up yeah. it's not acceptable for you you're a man you're a big boy and uh-huh. then he he claps his hands if the guy if the boy stops crying yeah. so this is the way we raise our kids 
I like it. I could ask you more questions. We'll take a quick break now. Um, keep those questions coming in, by the way. I, I'm telling you now, this hour is going to go flying by. I'll see you guys right after the break. Enjoy, guys. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves the fire and what a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse95. Nice strike! If you're wondering who was Eminem, <laughs> that wasn't me. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> She's brilliant. <laughs> I'm only teasing. Uh, Nashra's here. Nashra Tantara is here in the studio today. Um, one of the, the, the things I took away from actually what we were talking about is the difference between a psychologist and a psychiatrist. A lot of times we see it like in the movies, on shows that we watch and we see them, but we don't always identify the difference. Well, we have established the difference today. And if you have just tuned in and want to catch the show, head over to our YouTube channel, Pulse95 Radio, and you will find all of our episodes on there with these fantastic guests covering some very, very important topics like mental health, gut health, and how important the brain is in functioning and performing every single day. Shout out to Mazvi as well, who's just tuned in, and Shay Matt from Morocco. Okay, right. So, Nashwa, we identified that psychologist is more of a holistic approach and psychiatrist relies on medication. But then the next question would be, in terms of being holistic and having that kind of approach, there are things that help us uh, live that kind of lifestyle. And amongst those are food. And we spoke about detoxing earlier. Um, we normally play a game on here called Fire Round. This is going to be a more chilled version of the Fire Round. I won't be grilling you okay. or anything. <laughs> Let's <laughs> like, see. Like I do with the others. Um, how, the first thing I was going to say, these things affect us mentally. I'm going to throw some things your way. Just let me know if there is any effect, if we should be doing more or less, or if there should be a specific dosage of that. For example, first one, coffee. What's your take on coffee? Okay, good and bad. How? So, uh, there are lots of things in coffee that are good mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to cognition, uh, focus, and and other benefits. But yeah. at the same time, caffeine is really bad for anxious people. So, okay. if you just increase the dosage of coffee with an anxious people, so it will be a disaster. Is, is there a time frame that they should be staying away from? Like we always hear, don't have coffee after five or six. So early morning is the best time if you're going to take your cup of coffee. And Mm -hmm. uh, actually they are saying that if you can take like 75 uh, um, ml ml of of coffee per day is is okay. But more than that, you're increasing this this amount will will have like negative uh, impacts. I'm not a doctor. I I don't know. But this is what I read. But in all cases, I tell my clients go stay away from caffeine as Mm -hmm. much as possible. Okay. Okay. You heard it here. Uh, Turmeric. What do you think of turmeric? Yes. I hear this a lot from lots of uh, um, dietitians. Yes. Yes. It's really good. It has lots of uh, benefits benefits Mm -hmm. when it comes to the, the 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 brain look there is something that we need to establish that the gut is the second brain yes lots of bacteria that's happening inside here is actually creating the serotonin and dopamine these names that we hear mm. that really have the uh, the magic when it comes to having a good mood yeah so whatever you are taking in 
is making a difference. So whatever will create good bacteria, antioxidants like the turmeric or, or other, other, other foods, mm -hmm. it will be good for the bacteria and accordingly it will be good for your mood. Mm, very good. Now, are there any foods that you would recommend to help the moods? Yes, mainly there, there will be the, like the good healthy food, mm -hmm. like the dark uh, green leaves. Okay. Uh, things um, packed with omega-3 yeah. or the antioxidants in general, anti-inflammatory, because the inflammation is really bad for the body, for yes. the brain cells and the, for the body cells. Mm. Uh, actually, it's something interesting that uh, yogurt, yogurt is really yeah, yeah. good and uh, probiotics in general. Anything mm -hmm. with probiotics is really good for the health of your bacteria inside your tummy that creates 95% of the serotonin that yeah. plays like wonders in your head. Yes. Oh, nice. Very nice. So, I mean, again, you, you kind of said the right things when it comes down to what we should be having more of in, in the sense to, to balance our moods. But are there things we should be staying away from? What do you think? <laughs> Tell me one. <laughs> Tell me one that everyone is talking about. I don't know whether you will say the right answer or not. Fried foods? Sugar. Sugar, yep, yep. Sugar, fried uh, food, processed Which, food. Yeah, I was going to say processed sugar. Processed. Refined. Yes. Okay. Sugar okay. from fruits or vegetables or, or whatever in the natural thing is okay. Anything natural. So put it as a rule. Right. Anything that got created. Yeah. In its basic form, without yeah. excess, it will be good for you. Yeah, Mustafa, uh, uh, straight away when we said that, he said shawarma. <laughs> <laughs> He's <laughs> hungry. He is hungry. Mustafa <laughs> Mustafa's hungry. And Hashim is saying, uh, so he said, I think maybe this was before we actually asked that question. He said, what about the coffee before I sleep at night? Because Mustafa works crazy hours and he and he has, tries to stay up for that. Probably not a good idea, uh, Hashim. Uh, for the coffee and uh, Mustafa I know you love your shawarma but as <laughs> balancing your mood it might not be the one um, you mentioned omega 3, 6 and 9 uh, sorry um, omega 3 and uh, in terms of you know the, the, the supplements but if you can't get it in your food um, do you then recommend to balance it out through supplements because people have different ideas on supplements is it a good idea to have that ready-made supplement just in case you you can't have fresh organic food it's very controversial yes um, most of studies are saying that don't go for supplements because it will miss uh, out with your with your body in a mm. way or another and mm. they talk about all types of supplements because we're, you're not sure sometimes taking excess of some of the supplements will will do the the the, the reverse, the, 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 the reverse yeah. thing so not the right thing so mm. it's better to take it from the normal food because the supplement will not be on its own it will right. have other uh, ingredients or other components that will make it like better absorbed and mm. things like that but in all cases sometimes if a, a doctor is like uh, giving you this based on uh, something or a test or something so go ahead and take it but on your own just taking over the counter yeah. Lots of this. Personally, I don't recommend that. Right. Okay. Okay. So you spend more time probably pre preparing and planning yes. rather than relying on the last minute supplement. Interesting. Okay. Right. Okay, guys, we're going to take a quick break. Before we do that, what are you doing this Eid? Is our question to all our listeners coming up to the Eid um, break. 
are you going to be doing something specific in Sharjah? That's another thing I want to do. I, I definitely want to go to the to the rain room. That's something I'm really, really looking forward to do. But what are you guys doing? Let us know. 4215 at the or do. We've got um, a couple of things coming up and we also want to share that with you. So let us know what you're up to this Eid. And also, if you are just tuning in, by the way, we've also got the podcast out there as well. Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud. Just type in the Halftime Show, Pulse95 Radio, and we are there or the YouTube channel. Uh, head over to YouTube channel and check out the Halftime Show on Pulse95 Radio. We'll take a quick break and we'll be right back after the event. Enjoy, folks. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Maduri on Pulse95. Oh, he loves the fire then! What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse95. Nice strike! It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I'm your host, Come Everything Sport International and Local. Man, what a great show we've had today. Um, we're actually almost at full time on the Halftime Show, and it's been uh, a pleasure to have Nashua. Uh, Tantawi here on the show who's a licensed psychologist and researcher who specializes in the mental side of the game. She also defined uh, detoxing the mind. She defined empathy. She spoke about the difference between psychologist and psychiatrist. Um, we spoke about superfoods. Right? Honestly, what a show. Really, really cool um, to have her here. Nashwa, now, from a lot of people are always obsessed with takeaways. You know, whenever they come and see a professional like you, I'm sure straight away they say, well, what can we take away from this? So I'm going to try and put you on the spot here and say, what are your key takeaways when it comes down to detoxing that we spoke about earlier? So the main takeaway that I think Mm -hmm. is to have a mental break. Okay. During the day, you need to have your time. Mm-hmm. When you stop this monkey from playing, this machine that's overdoing things inside your head from 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 doing its thing yeah. by having a mental break. Mental break can be through exercising, okay. but not so heavy exercising yeah. because the impact will be worse afterwards. Yeah. Uh, engaging yourself in activities with other people and this activity can be using your hands mm-hmm. and your brain at the same time like things that you do with your hands like puzzles mm. or, you, or... You did it like or, it was a Rubik's Cube. Yes, yes, maybe <laughs> something like that or... Or yeah. like b- b- installing something yes. or, or doing something or cooking even. So mm. so d- taking some time f- totally focusing on something else away from your daily challenges and stressors is is a great thing yeah. that you need to know. The second thing is awareness. Yet it's a process and a long process. Correct. I love that. I love that. And I think it's really, really important to be able to do that. Um, what are your favorite ways to stay mentally fit? Walking. Okay. Do you do you go by feeling or do you go by steps or a tracker or how do you measure that? I I, I mainly don't go for measuring that mm-hmm. much. Whenever I do it, just for myself. Yeah. Uh, uh, I do it, and I I am a person that loves social socialization. So okay. most of the time, whenever I do it, I don't want to lo- just listen to music. I yeah. can call someone. Yeah. Okay. Over the phone and nice. have him or her for like. Uh, 45 minutes or one hour just having the the phone call as if I am walking with someone Uh, I I, I don't do jogging that much it's just the walking and enjoying a conversation with someone else is perfect for me nice or maybe even just we grab her and we go for a walk with her that would be lovely this is horrible (laughs) (laughs) 
sorry, Haya, but she stops every second saying, I want something. <laughs> oh, Haya, this thing going, no, I don't. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, before I let you go also, uh, Neshwa, where can we follow you? I know you do some fantastic things on social media and also obviously at your clinic. Where can we follow you? Uh, on Instagram, mm-hmm. I have uh, account Nafsology by Nashwa Tantawi. Okay. And there is on Facebook as well and Nafsology by Nashwa Tantawi as well. And uh, on YouTube, I have I post some videos. Most of them are in Arabic, actually. They're not okay. in English, but okay. I post most of my videos over fantastic. there. Fantastic, fantastic. Well, thank you so much for coming. Uh, it was a pleasure to have you here. That's the full-time whistle. We have reached full-time on the halftime show, but remember, you can catch us every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday at 3 to 4. Nashua, it's been an absolute pleasure. It flew by, huh? Yes, so <laughs> so fast. <laughs> Thank you for taking the time to come Thank with us. Thank you so much. It was lovely. Okay, guys, coming up next is the Afternoon Karak with uh, Aisha Mazmi and Mikhail Atiyah. So I will see you back here on Saturday, sending you love and energy. Have a great day, guys. Peace and love. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday from 3pm.